Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are moving through the New Testament. We're in the book of Titus. Titus is another one of those books where it's the Apostle Paul talking to somebody else that's setting up elders, church leadership. We've said before, what do those pastors talk about at those pastors' conferences? What do pastors talk about? Well, these are the things that they talk about. And you get it right here from the horse's mouth, the Apostle Paul. So it couldn't be any purer or simpler than the way the Apostle does it. These are the kinds of things pastors talk about, the kinds of things they're concerned about. So uh, here we go. Chapter 2, the book of Titus, pastor to pastor. You, however, he just said there's people that do all kinds of uh, crazy stuff in these last times. But you should be different. You need to be different. You don't need to be like them, all these conspiracy theories and things to follow. And, you know, you need to be different. Just keep it simple. Keep it Jesus. You, however, must teach what's appropriate to sound doctrine. Just teach the Word of God. Well, how would you do that? And who would you teach it to? How? Oh, well, teach the older men to be temperate. You know, live a, live a balanced life. Nothing better than a balanced life. Tell the older men they should be worthy of respect and self-controlled and sound in faith and love and endurance. Being a good example to all the younger people, having made it through, still being loving, still being kind. You know, if you can live to be uh, whatever, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 and still be kind, uh, and still be patient. Wow, that's really something. <laughs> Seen a lot of stuff happen. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way that they live, not to be slanderers. Uh, you know, older women a lot of times have a lot of time and um, they get to kind of share from house to house and they know a lot of things about a lot of people, but they shouldn't be using the stuff they know about people to slander people and to talk about people and to put them down. Tell them not to do that. Tell the older women to be reverent in the way they live, <clears throat> not addicted to much wine. Uh, but to teach what's good. Be good people. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and love their children. Kind of nice to have older ladies helping younger girls. To be self-controlled and to be pure. To be busy at home, to be kind, subject to the husbands. Hmm, it's kind of an interesting one, 2020, 2020s, <clears throat> 21st century. Be subject to your husbands. Um, you know, in the day, and, um, and I think the order of the universe, you know, the way that God has it, you know, in homes, this isn't homes, you know, this is a husband and a wife. You know, mom and a dad, um, <clears throat> living with the kids. Um, you know, C.S. Lewis said that there needs to be rule in a home, just like there needs to be rule anywhere, in a community, in a school, on a football team, um, in a band, you know, whatever. There, there needs to be control. There needs to be authority. Um, C.S. Lewis said, uh, you can't, when you have two, you can't have majority. <laughs> you know, there might be other reasons. But, um, <clears throat> you know, at some point, 
you know, um, you know, where the dads are just leading the house and, um, you know, the moms are going along with it. Uh, not that they don't have any input. They have all the input in the world. You know, they have all there is to, you know, put into the, to put into this thing. Um, but just, you know, being a good example, you know, and not always like bickering against your husbands and putting them down so that no one will malign the word of God. I think it's just practical. Like a lot of people read that as harsh. I think it's just practical. In a similar way, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. Why? Because young men aren't self-controlled. You know, uh, uh, young men, you know, die a lot more than young women because they just like to do crazy things. Just the order of the day. Be self-controlled. In everything, set an example by doing what is good. And in your teaching, when you teach, show integrity and seriousness. You know, this is serious stuff. I love humor. I love to use humor in, in, in the pulpit. A uh, lady came up to Charles Spurgeon, and she didn't like that he was using humor in the pulpit. And uh, she found it sort of disrespectful. And, um, <clears throat> and he said, ma'am, he said, if you knew what came in my head and I didn't say, you'd be really proud of me. <laughs> you know, so sure, it's serious business and we, and we should treat it as serious business. And with soundness of speech, you know, that can't be condemned. Like we shouldn't be saying things that people are like, why did he say that about that guy? Why did he say that like that? So that those opposed you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. You know, let's just be great in the way that we communicate so people can't, you know, Teach slaves to be subject to their masters and everything. What? To try to please them and not to talk back to them and not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God our Savior attractive. What? Well, probably 25%, some people say as much as 33% of the Roman world was slaves. And um, everybody owned slaves. And people who got converted and came to Christ, they owned slaves as well. So you could let your slave go if you wanted to. But what would your slave do? Just end up being a slave for somebody else. Um, you know, they were in the slave class, the way it was. And um, it's telling these slaves to, uh, to not steal and, you know, not backtalk. And man, like, it's a, it's a tough command. This is a really tough command. Uh, but you shouldn't do that to your employer either. You shouldn't steal from your employer and back talk to your employer and try to do a bad job and um and you know good employees employees can leave their lead their bosses to christ you know just make it attractive for the grace of god has appeared that offers salvation to all people to slaves and free and it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in this present age Learning to say no, there's stuff that comes up against us. And a lot of us have things that are just like, they come up all the time. They're just hard. You know, these are weaknesses for us. These are areas that we're broken on. Uh, but, but God can give us the power to say no. And sometimes we're overcome by these things and we ask for forgiveness and we move on. Uh, but let's learn to live self-controlled lives and to say no to these things. And while we wait for the blessed hope, what is the blessed hope? It's the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's coming back again, who gave himself to redeem us from this wickedness and to purify for himself a people who are his very own, eager to do what's good. 
So we're saved for the age to come, but we're also saved for here. And we're to be doing good while we're here. Let's do good. It does the gospel good when we do good. These, then, are the things you should teach. Encourage and rebuke with all authority, and don't let anyone despise you. You know, you're a leader. People will hate you. Um, but you know what? Don't let them despise you, whatever. Just keep, just keep moving forward. So, Lord, thanks that, uh, you know, these are, these are some difficult things, Lord, but we want to grow and change in our lives. We want to be transformed. We want to be good people. We want to be a good example. We want to lead people to Christ. We don't want to turn people away from Jesus. So, Lord, help us to just put uh, bringing people to Christ uh, first thing in our life. Let's get back to that one. And so, Lord, thanks for these things that we can get an inside view. We can go backstage and see what happens in these uh, these pastor-to-pastor meetings. So may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. You are loved.